Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today I have... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and your journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life together, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith today. Today we are talking about... The um, miracle where Jesus feeds the thousands. So we're going to look at the the Luke account. So it's feeding 5,000. And it's one of those moments where uh, the crowd is following Jesus. We're going to read it. So I don't want to synopsis it too much. But you want to give it away? Really? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, we might have people who have never really looked at it or read it. Oh, that's that's very possible. possible. Um, But it is one of the more uh, well known. Uh, stories, m- miracles that Jesus does. So, uh, lots of times we we tell these stories, and uh, I think oftentimes we land on um, some of the details. But I think we miss what Jesus is really trying to teach, specifically the disciples. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's one of these these processes where we start to figure out that God knows and understands our needs, mm. and He wants us to find our rest in Him. Like it's not about uh, us striving and rushing around and doing stuff, but it's uh, knowing God is in control. And then in that, we get this underlying joy and confidence in life when we can just trust. Right. Uh, and that's mm. so hard to do. So Very. we're going to look at Luke chapter 9, <laughs> verses 10 through 17. Um, but we're going to kind of take it in like two verse chunks pretty much. Oh, all so you the don't want me to read the whole thing? No, that's not. Well,. We don't have to. We can just go. No, I can read two by two. Yeah, two by two. Okay, so we'll read 10 and 11 first then. Yep. On their return, the apostles told him all that they had done, and he took them and withdrew apart to a town called Bethesda. Bethsaida, sorry. When the crowds learned it, they followed him, and he welcomed them and spoke to them in the king- of the kingdom of God and cured those who had need of healing. Yeah. So the first thing for you to notice is, is right, so Jesus is... Uh, Telling the uh, the apostles or the disciples of everything that they had done, mm-hmm. um, because Jesus had sent out the twelve okay. right before this, right? So they had gone to do stuff under the power and authority of Jesus mm-hmm. over demons and to cure diseases, cast out demons, cure diseases, and then they came back, and this is report time, right? right. They come back to Jesus and say, "This is how it went," and he takes the disciples. Uh, and he, he withdraws. Right. Which means he's not trying, Jesus isn't trying in this moment to wander around the countryside and attract people. Right. He's actually trying to withdraw to with the disciples mm. to kind of more than likely teach them how, like, why did things go the way they did mm. uh, while you were out? Like, right. what was the, like, Regroup. you know. He's a teacher. Assess. He's he's yeah. working with his followers. He's he's regrouping. He's pulling away from them, uh, from the crowds, and clearly they tried to keep it a secret, right? Because it says when the crowds learned of it, then they followed, right? So Jesus mm. is trying to get that moment where he's just like, I just need to work with my my guys, right? My twelve, yeah. A- and uh, as they they move, the crowd follows. Um, and here's where you start to realize what Jesus is going to do. He could have, at any given time, told the, te- told the crowds to go away. Yes. But he doesn't. He doesn't right? ever. Uh, no, very rarely mm. does he. Um, instead, Jesus welcomes the crowd in and decides to teach everybody. 
mm-hmm. right? He's he's probably picking up the things that he wants to teach the disciples and choosing to use the whole situation to teach the crowds. And um, it says right there in verse 11, right? The crowds learned of it. They followed him and they welcomed him. He spoke to them of the kingdom of God and cured those who had need of healing. So mm. Jesus would have healed the physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, all those right, different kind of difficulties was. that people would have had. It says that Jesus heals. Uh, it's one of those spots where um, the individual healing isn't the ne- needed story, but it's the clear reality that even though it's an inconvenience, right? the crowd is not what Jesus was trying to do. He They're was trying to them. remove yeah. a, move away with the disciples. Then the crowd comes in. Jesus is still saying, hey, ministry. Mm. There's, there's a process for us to go through. And Jesus is showing that he cares about our needs. Yeah. He meets right. our needs. And then he wants us to figure out how to help each other mm. with our needs when right. we can. Right. So the crowd a, came, and yet he put his own plans, desires yeah. in that moment yeah. um, below what the yeah. crowd needed. And the priority lands in there. He spoke to them about the kingdom of God, mm. and then he shows them. Yeah, right. The kingdom of God is going to heal you. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you know, renew you, restore you, make you whole. This is what it looks like. Yeah, like he's showing the disciples, this is what you were supposed to do. You were going out with a power and authority over demons to cast them out and to cure all diseases. You're going to go find the crowds, but when the crowd shows up, you better be ready to do this too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what it looks like. Yeah, again. Right, because he's been doing that. Then we get to verse 12 and 13. 12 and 13. Now the day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the crowd away to go into the surrounding villages and countryside to find lodging and get provisions, for we are here in a desolate place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. Yeah, so right away, come on, Jesus. Here's the <laughs> needs, right? Weird. So you can heal people when they're sick mm-hmm. and they're broken and all that, but can you feed them? Right, like, like just get rid of them, let them go eat on we, their own. We've got crowds, and here the the selfishness of the disciples is like, hey, tell these people to beat it. I can imagine, right? Like I'm hungry, I'm tired. Can they just go away? <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> I first. Just, I just need a my, moment. That's my first point. As the day goes on. Oh, people yeah. get hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hungry people get grumpy. Hungry people, they get they hangry. Get, they get hangry. It's a, it's a biblical thing. Yeah. Uh, here they are. The disciples are hangry, and they're saying, I am not sharing my lunch or whoever's lunch. The yeah. little boy's lunch in a different story. We're not sharing this food. Yeah, yeah. There's barely enough for, for us. us. Yeah. We are not sharing with the rest of them. Tell these people to beat it. Yeah. This is a desolate place. You took us on a retreat, <laughs> and this retreat nowhere. is in a desolate place, Jesus. <laughs> this is kind of your fault. You could tell them to go away. That so would deal be, with it, please. That would be awesome. Yeah, I can hear it. How fast hmm. did they just miss the hmm. fact that Jesus is healing, calling the crowd to himself, talking about the kingdom of God where there is no need, no want that right. is not met in him. Yep. And then they're like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Send these people My away. Favorite. Taco Bell is closed. Taco we got it. We got to we got to get in there. Taco Bell. My favorite is that how often do we read these gospel stories where the disciples always miss what Jesus is doing or yeah, uh, where they are they're tracking for a little bit and then they just like lose it. Yeah. It's comforting to it is comforting. not be the only kind of uh, a little bit 
slower, slower to pick up what he's laying slower, down. Slower, <laughs> obtuse uh, follower of Jesus. I mean, I think I would have fit with the disciples decently well, <laughs> right? I think, I we, think all we all would fit there. decently well. So the disciples <laughs> are stressed. They ask Jesus to send the crowd away. And Jesus turns the tables on them and says, no, how about you feed them? Yeah. And they're like, okay, some fishing for bread. <laughs> and I, I love the way this says it here. We, you know. It's an estimate. They're not. They're not given an exact number. We have about. <laughs> right. Uh, where I've lost it here. Uh, I love it. About five. Yeah, we have about and two. Right, like, and so here you, you should be able to look you, at that. Here you got to go. Like, who did the estimating? Yeah. Was it? Uh, doubting, not Peter. Was it doubting Thomas? Where oh. he's like, "There's no way we have more than this." Or was it like the eternal optimist kind of personality who's like, "Hey, we've only got like a half a fish and three pieces of bread. Let's let's make this sound bigger." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like which which personality got in there? But they don't give an exact number here. They give it in other passages, and right. uh, uh, the disciples are looking at it, going, "You know what? No, this isn't like we we can't do this." And so Jesus turns the table and <laughs> says, "You know what? I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to show you what I can do. Mm-hmm. I've already, we've been casting out demons. I've been healing sick people. We've been talking about the kingdom of God. I've displayed that I'm the Son of God. Yeah. I keep telling you these things." And you still doubt what I can do. Yeah. And this is the reality is that Jesus will let us exhaust all of our attempts to fill our Mm. own needs. Mm -hmm. And then just when we have lost all hope that anything is going to (laughs) happen, he will say, okay, sit down. Uh Let me, let me do this. I could have did this a long time ago. Like when they went and gathered the food. Right. Jesus could have multiplied it. Yeah. Right then. Yeah. Right. But no, he was teaching the crowd and the disciples something about the kingdom of God and the bounty that is found in it. Yeah. So he let them get not enough and then stress out about it. Because <laughs> how is this going to work? There's no possible way. I don't know how to make two fish feed a crowd right. of thousands. Just like It's not them. going to work. Mm-hmm. And the reality is we, we are being taught in this story that we need to depend on God for all things. Mm. Not just the things that we think we can't handle. Right. All things. Yeah. The things that we can handle in our own minds and in our own way, we're still supposed to depend on God for that. Yeah, yeah. This is lunch. Not many people leave without some kind of plan for lunch in the day. Definitely not. Right? Like I'm like, always thinking about there are people my who, next meal. Yeah, there are people <laughs> who plan when they go out the door to not eat lunch. Yeah, the, that's I a plan. I don't get those people. But most people are like, "Hey, I know where I'm going. Yes, I know what I, have I food would with want. Me. I have food with <laughs> Just me. Just in case I, know I can't get to somewhere else. Like I've got this thing. If I have to, there's yeah. like an old stale candy in the back of my desk drawer. Like I can eat that one. We have plans. Something. We plan these out. All of these people probably had some kind of a plan. Now it went awry when though? they like, when they followed Jesus. Like this should mm, help I us see. to understand just how how badly people wanted to be near and with Jesus. But we need to depend on God for all things, yeah. not just the things that we think we can't do. Right. It includes the things we we assume we can do, mm-hmm. because God wants to be part of all of that. So then we land on yeah. verses fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. All right. For there were about five thousand men. And he said to his disciples, have them sit down in groups of about 50 each. And they did so and had them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing over them. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. 
I've never been to Israel. No, no. I have no idea how big their fish are. Oh, maybe they're huge. Maybe they're like sturgeon size. <laughs> groups of 50 for 5,000. That's 100 groups of men. Yeah. Now, every, the other passages will say things in the other Gospels like plus women and children, right? Yeah. The, so there's probably the more than, than that because in, in that day they counted the men as was their standard, right? They just counted men and then you could yeah. just uh, extrapolate right. from there. You could figure out. Uh, they had Would a way. Of, they had a way of knowing how big a crowd was based on just men. That's fine. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like, just how they. When I was a youth pastor, I had a weird little thing that was for for estimating food for high school youth groups. Oh yeah. Hot dogs, hamburgers, but I needed to know how many boys and girls, and uh, like it was uncannily <laughs> accurate. I know it was kind of strange. Um, actually, we never had any waste. Always had just enough. Uh, it was perfect, and and. Uh, um, for the life of me, I can't remember what the name of that website was anymore. And oh, did you look? look up, did you find boring. that somewhere? Yep. But there's ways for people to do that. So here's this thing: you got the, all these people. They've got well over a hundred groups of about fifty. About yep. They've got which is still a big group in <laughs> and of itself. Yeah. I mean, five 12, loaves. Twelve and two, dudes or have two to fish twelve dudes have to feed a hundred groups or more. Can you of <laughs> 50 or Can more. Can you just people imagine the disciples? Time. Like, already they're like, Jesus, send them away. I'm hungry. This is like. And they're like, You're getting me to do what? This is like the worst <laughs> experience ever for every youth leader out there. <laughs> On that night where all of a sudden you have way more kids than you planned for, and you're just like, I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this. Just start doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, just do it. And we're just going to go. This will work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we've got this spot where. It's, this is the only miracle, and we have to understand this. This is the only miracle <clears throat> that is actually in all four Gospels okay. other than the resurrection. Interesting. Like, there, this is, like, this is, should be, this, we should, our, it should boggle our minds. Yeah. Now, because we do potlucks at church, and we've, I've been a youth pastor, and we've dealt with food. Like, food is a stress. Food is For a, a lot stress. of people. Well, I mean, I, I can imagine. Well, now you know, there's, the like, first allergies one, now, you know, food allergies. You know, like, Peter gets the basket and walks over to the first group, and they're like, oh, we're, we're, uh, we're pescatarians, so we don't want We're pescatarians. And the or next one is, like, we're gluten-free. Gluten -free. Or, like, is this, this is overcooked. Or, you know, like, it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. I like my fish um, medium rare. <laughs> what do you... Uh, raw, no, oh, yeah, raw. sushi. Like here's the sushi group. Here's the, here's I, the sushi I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's the Blow only miracle that okay. is in all four gospels. Okay, which I should teach us something about how incredible what Jesus is doing and yeah. teaching is. Um, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. That little bit of food would have barely fed the disciples. Yeah, the, it that's wouldn't right. have filled them up. Wouldn't have made them happy about the size of the meal, right? Like they would have been, oh, thank you, Jesus, they would have for been the fish like, and bread. Now I'm, really I'm kind of hungry. hungry. Like I gotta go find Taco Bell. Like Taco Bell. What is it with you and Taco Bell this I morning? Want, <laughs> I want tacos right now. So yeah, who doesn't anyway, want tacos? I know, but it's the only miracle that's in, in all of the gospels, apart from the resurrection. And as soon as the disciples are sure that they're inadequate for this, Jesus steps in and takes over, and he tells them what to do. Uh, how to meet the needs of everyone. He says, break the people down, get them to sit, so there should be some kind of order. Right. And then come to me. Yeah. I'll, I'll set you up. So, you know, somehow in all of this, I don't know if they're like, you know, like when you're a kid and you're grabbing stuff 
picking apples or something out in the woods and you got your shirt and you hold it out and put the food kind of in the oh, t-shirt yeah, pouch yeah, yeah. or, or like whatever. The apron, like the, shirt, the apron, yeah. yeah, kind of that kind of deal. I don't know if like Jesus was like, okay, lot guys, line up. I'm going to put a little bit in all of your, oh, all your little pouch and then you're going to go <laughs> and you're going to feed these 5,000 people. Like that's, uh, I, I'm not real super quick at math, but 5,000 people divided by 12, that's, they're feeding uh, 450 dudes each. Yikes. Yeah, that's a lot That's of good eye math. My mind just goes, that's I don't know, I can't do it. <clears throat> Estimation is your friend. Um, they're feeding a lot of people. And Jesus tells the disciples what to do, and they get everybody to sit down, and then they take the loaves, they look to heaven, they pray. Jesus. And then he breaks, yeah, Jesus prays, and then he breaks the loaves, gives them to the disciples, to set before the crowd. <clears throat> so I don't know if they like, you know, brought each person they're serving, put it in a pile in the group of 50. Doesn't really say. It's just yeah. set it before the crowd. And then we get to verse 17. Verse 17. And they all ate and were satisfied. And what was left over was picked up. Twelve baskets of broken pieces. I love how it says broken pieces and the yeah. whole like 12 baskets and the 12 yeah. tribes and the broken pieces, broken people. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, all the people are satisfied. It's a big, Amazing. it's a big word. Yeah. Satisfied. satisfied. It is. It has a lot of meaning in that word. <clears throat> like ate till they were full, ate till they were content. Right. I mean, satisfied, a lot happy about it. Like they, right. Like two fish. I could <laughs> eat two fish. Forget feeding them with the food. Yeah. Here is a miracle. Jesus gave people food, 5,000 of them, and they were all satisfied. Yeah. 5,000 people 5, happy with yeah. the meal. I know. Right? Good luck. We're, we're, uh, yeah, I could be I satisfied mean, like we had what? We just so all the people are satisfied, <laughs> but it's not until Jesus meets hmm. the need. Because it's here. If the disciples had done this, they wouldn't have been satisfied. Hmm. If they had wandered out of the de- out of the desolate place to go find food, they wouldn't have been satisfied. Right. It, they were able to stay with Jesus, yeah. be fed by Jesus, and they were f- satisfied, filled yeah. up, content, happy. Any way that you want to take that word. Uh, when we trust Jesus and obey God's direction in his word, we can receive satisfaction that lasts like that, where we hmm. sit down and just go, I am full up, because of Jesus. I have no I have wants, no no want, needs. no need. Yeah. I'm satisfied. Yeah. So they're satisfied and there's even food left over. More food than when they started. When they started. I love that. Also, enough food and yeah, you can see the 12 tribes and all that stuff. Every one of the disciples is left holding a basket. Yeah, I love it. You all doubted. Yeah. You told me to send them you away. You all have one. And here Here's your here's your food to take home. You figure out what to do with this fish. It's gonna smell later because it's hot. Now. <laughs> You're gonna have to figure this out because that there. Hold your basket, right? Hold your basket. Food left over, <clears throat> more than they started with, and the simple reality is, we need to learn to trust God to meet our needs. Yeah, and and this is all of our needs. Like we're told to pray in the Lord's prayer for our daily bread. Yes. Not, you know, like right, we not next daily week, not. should be asking God to take care of everything, not just the things. And I said this before, not just the things we think we can't do ourselves, but we should be asking God to be part of and doing all of these things for you. When we trust God to meet our needs, he does more 
then we are wanting, are able to recognize, and what we actually believe could happen with the first start. And yeah. I mean, we've lived uh, as as mini- as a ministry couple being paid in churches. Sometimes it was really good mm. uh, some years, and sometimes they were really tough. And there are yeah. years where we can look back and go, I don't know how we made it through financially. No except for by the grace of God, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Um, we had to literally ask God at times for our daily bread. You know, mortgage payment is coming. I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. And then through the course of the month, little by little, God sends and directs different people to take care of different things, and that stretches the money a little bit, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, it's covered. Yeah. Somehow somehow it's worked out. Sometimes the money was there and we just didn't know how it was. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. we've got all of those kinds of stories, but it comes in that that process of sitting down and saying, I trust Jesus mm-hmm. to take care of all of these things. Yeah. It's not me for sixty percent and Jesus for the last hard forty. Right. It's Jesus for a hundred percent. Yeah. And we can see this in some other spots in scripture. So uh gonna get you to read Matthew chapter six verses thirty one and third through to thirty four. Okay. I can't find thirty one. Oh there we go. Therefore do not be anxious saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's there's an immediacy that we are supposed to live with, and that is day by day by day, we worry about today. Um, so we're sitting here and there's still half a day in front of us. I am pretty hungry actually. today and we're hungry and we've got a fridge and all that kind of stuff. But the struggles and the worries of, of, of tomorrow, um, are tomorrow's struggles and worries. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Like we get a paycheck on a whatever day and you got to go to the grocery store and you pick up your food and you kind of plan for things and or you do smart, all that you kind of stuff delivered. or you get it those. delivered, whatever. I like those we people. live rural, so we can't get yeah. it delivered. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we, you know, we make those plans, but that's just something that takes care of itself in the day, right? Right. I got to get the groceries. Okay. Take care of that. But yeah. if we start worried about, okay, what's going to happen in five days. Like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And we play that like game worrying about time. an outcome that may not actually happen anyways. Yeah, we get mm-hmm. we get sidetracked and we start to, and Jesus lays it out. I mean, it's still the things that people worry about, right? What yeah. did he say? Don't worry about your food. Yeah. Don't worry your clothes. Yeah. Don't worry about your drinks. Yeah. Right? Uh, it doesn't take long to figure out how much people worry and think about all those things. Just try to go through a drive-thru at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, there's delays and lineups, and people want what they want. And yeah, it's like you can It's never fast enough, even though it's called fast food. Like it's just not fast <laughs> enough um, because we want what we want, and we stress about it, and we worry about it, and like, oh, I got to get there. I got to get my right thing, and my right this, and my right that. And clothes are are like constantly. I used to drive a delivery truck, a freight line truck, and. Clothes are constantly being moved around in the retail stores to make sure that what we want is in front of us at all times. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because we're told right here in scripture, don't worry about that stuff. Chances are you've got a fall wardrobe as fall approaches here in, in Canada and the U.S., 
you Let's could probably you could probably wear next year or last year's clothes this year. Oh my you goodness. really don't need to worry about uh, it, yeah, right? And that's what Jesus is saying. Ago. He's saying, worry about the kingdom of God. Yeah. Are Put your thoughts the and people focus on that. around you aware of who Jesus is and what he's done for yeah. them? Yeah. What about that? And uh, it should orientate us. Don't worry about all the things that are fleeting and, and not important. Worry about the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last one, John chapter 6, verse 35. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? I'm reading the wrong one. I, I'm just like all about John reading six, the wrong verses. John 6, 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Yeah. Sorry, I started reading seven. This is way ahead of you. <laughs> Oh my. Yeah, very, very, moments very way ahead. Uh, <laughs> this is what we need to get to, to understand each day. Like, if we're called to ask for our daily bread and Jesus is the bread of life, who are we at? What are we asking for every day? We're asking for Jesus. Mm. We're at, we're yeah. at, like, in our walk of faith, we can't get ahead of ourselves. We have to stop and just mm. realize that everything is dependent on Christ. He will take care of you. He knows your needs. He knows the challenges that are in front of you. He's, it, his desire is that we would seek him, and the response is he wants to supply our needs. Mm-hmm. He wants us to actually look to him first, not our own abilities, right. not our own strength, not our own cunning or cleverness or wisdom or whatever. He wants us to just look to him yeah. uh, to give us what we need. So we need to stop hmm. striving hmm. and planning and worrying and just go to God. Yeah. Go to God and Seek watch him, first, him yeah. meet our needs. Um, it sounds crazy, but life gets easier when we actually do that. So uh, my encouragement to you today is to uh, just kind of ponder on Jesus feeding a crowd of people and what does that actually look like hmm. in your life. How do you just rest in him to receive the stuff that you need for the day? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, guys, thanks for joining us today for our conversation. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day, and I hope you can join us next time. Till next time.